Boy, Trey, forever, baby. Man, it's your boy, artist. Yeah, the gap too deep. Are you Malan? Here, Malan. Where's your girl, Flamey G? Where's Lou? Ebony, aka Ebony, with an I. I'm from the Big Head Radio Show, and I'm with the King Teeth Network, huh? Silly. Yep. Okay. And we're back. This is the King Teeth Network. Uh, hey, Rick, my fault. I didn't, um, Anyway, uh, <laughs> we have somebody so special to the podcast uh, network to not just be here and give her, her, her a chance for us to hear, but um, for us to show her that what she did for us wasn't taken for granted. Because what she did for us, and a lot of people won't, didn't even know, is... In 2022. Yeah, last year. Come on now. Where I really got popping. Come on now. <laughs> um, she allowed me to use her space to interview some of my top interviews to this day. And um, here you go again. So look, we're going to. Um, he did more interviews than me. He did more in interviews. In my own studio. Come on now. <laughs> hey, bro, what's up? <laughs> Let's be clear. How are you, man? We, uh, we actually shooting right now. Uh, me and CEO Marie. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, oh, say, say. Is that the funniest guy in Cleveland? That might be. This might be is, the funniest guy in is Cleveland. Is that the funniest guy in Cleveland on the phone? <laughs> I, I mean, I. <laughs> he's feeling good about it. Let me call you back, though, buddy. <laughs> he's going to feel good now. Yeah. No, uh, he is pretty funny, though. Oh, he is. He's, he's, doing he's a great actor. Absolutely. And yeah. he, he's grown and, and took himself to a, a level and pushed himself. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that um, you personally do, like naturally. Mm -hmm. Like you push yourself, like, like mm -hmm. you said even earlier, yeah. stepping For yourself sure. out of your comfort zone. And For shit sure. Like that. But I have CEO Marie in the building. Can we get a round of applause? Scotty's too hot, he's not here, but uh, we need some. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Who is Scotty Too Hottie? Scotty Too is actually the guy you uh, that helped me when back in your studio. Oh, I know you're talking about. Okay, yeah, yeah, he's so quiet. He doesn't oh, yeah, introduce yeah. himself. It's yeah. Scotty Too Hottie, though. I know you're talking the, about. The, the people know now. Shout out. Um, but like I was saying before, Hayward, the funniest man in Cleveland, called. <laughs> um, you helped us tremendously. Like you said, I might have done more interviews in your. You did. Did I? Did I? You absolutely did. Really? Absolutely. And I. It was like two months, right? Yeah, and you were doing like a lot. You were doing a lot. So we was grinding, but she allowed us in her space, not just allowed us. I mean, she gave me a whole key, and she really didn't know me. And, and I really was, didn't know no, him. No, like at all. And, but she believed, and yeah, that's what. You're and, right. And, 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 the, and for me, that is literally why I go so hard. Yes, I love it. Because. People just, it was just happening out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And it was just, and, and shout out to Andrew Lloyd because he actually told you, told yeah. me about you. He's the one that kind of like connected us together. Exactly. So he definitely vouched for you. And so, yeah. to this day, I thank him. Like, yeah. 
every week. I think that yeah. I think that guy like every week. I ain't gonna lie. But um, it's because people don't do that enough. Right. Right. And there's so many talented people that works extremely hard, but will never get that chance because they never give themselves the opportunity to be helped. Right. They always secluded themselves. And, right. But you, when you take a chance, like honest, truly like honest people want to help you. Yep. So That's thank true. you. Thank you. Like, I haven't really, and I'm glad I got to say it on camera. Thank I've thanked you yeah, multiple times. For sure. But, Thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, it, it, it's again, why are we here? We would not be this far. I mean, our board was actually a nice board when we was over there. Come was, on now. No, now the you one, got this one. I man. got this one. The one behind you, though, is, yeah. That's the original. That's and, the classic. And, and and but it was. If you go back to the early, uh, you can go back to Andrew Lloyd's interview. Yeah. You can go back to Milan, the artist. You can go back to so Congo. many. Congo. Oh man, our anniversary episode, yeah. like. You can go, and the thing about it is, she started off our engineer. Yeah. Come on now. I'm going to get to your story, but that's how I do the first part. I got to talk a little bit because I, 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 need, I, I need people to understand how thankful I yeah. am because somebody did that for me to get in here. Mm -hmm. Like, don't, but don't get it twisted. Like, I'm paying my ways. Like, and, Absolutely. And, 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 and if you go back to the first short I ever put out, I didn't pay it that, that month, and that's why I had to start in February. <laughs> but and I, but I, I watched that a couple days ago, and I'll never, I just never will forget those moments. Mm -hmm. uh, because it doesn't matter how big I get, how far I go, because I'm going to go big. Absolutely. I'm going to go far because Absolutely. of everybody that watches. Um, but is if you forget that part mm -hmm. like what why 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 does it matter when you're that big like who, right. who cares like, that's where you stay grounded at that's where you stay grounded at but that's and that's also where you know where to always come go grounded to come back to mm -hmm. when it comes to helping like mm -hmm. and in my own way i have to do the same thing right for other people that's coming yeah absolutely so with no further ado, Miss Yo Marie, we did our claps, but we're gonna get into the story yes. and um Can we cut some here? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Not that I have a potty mouth or anything. <laughs> but something might slip out. <laughs> but um we talked about a lot already, but um I really wanna get into you did I, I I did something that you did prior to I and I was a, it was an aspiration of mine. Okay. Um the red the red carpet yes. for the OEAs. Yes. Um yes. that was a moment. How was that for you? Um, actually, it was very, it was very bad. Um, <laughs> and I'll tell you why. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> I was really excited to get the opportunity. Um, and just what you said earlier, I reached out to Andrew and I was like, yo, I want to do the red carpet. If you need someone, like I'm interested. Mm -hmm. I took that leap of faith. Mm -hmm. I, I reached out. Like you said, sometimes people just want to seclude themselves and not really ask for opportunities. And I was like, I want to do this. This is dope. So um, we, you know, they went back and forth and they picked me. I was excited. It was a few other people um, there as well, but I was just so excited to have that moment. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I called up Ned, shout out to Ned. Mm -hmm. He's my photographer, one of my very good friends. And he was down. So I came with my camera crew. I had my best friend Taylor there kind of assisting me. But um, about a week before, um, my little brother died from diabetes. Oh my and so it was like such a heartbreaking, crazy time, right? Mm. I had never lost someone I was that close with. I mean, I've seen this, this boy since he was a baby. He was my 
baby. Mm -hmm. You know, he used to be with me all the time. When I got my car, I'd pick him up. We, we out in these streets, you know. Um, and so that was such a hard thing to do because I had committed yeah. to this. I, I called this man and asked him for this opportunity. Yeah. Not saying that he wouldn't care who died, but like, he don't care who died. Like, this is, the show must go on. So for me, that was such a hard thing, and nobody would ever know. No. Like, all smiles. To this day. Everything went amazing. I looked amazing. Shout out to my makeup artist, my stylist, all of that. Um, videos, everything was amazing. But inside, I was, like, hurting so bad. So, yeah. That was such a lesson for me. Like, the show must go on. When you the CEO, the show got to go on. Everything. No matter what, if li life is around you, like, you still got to get out there and inspire people and impact people. No matter what. How do you, how did you, oh man, there's so many questions I have for that. But I guess my first one would be, what was the feeling after? After I was done with the yeah. red carpet? Um, I felt good. Yeah. I felt accomplished. I felt fulfilled. Uh, I mean, you can't lie, you know, being on camera and getting that attention and everybody, the line, line. is lined up to talk yeah. to me. Like, of course, like that's the ego booster and a confirmation of like, okay, I did the right thing. Cause I really wanted to cancel. And yeah. it was like a snowstorm. Yeah. Like I really wanted to cancel, but it was confirmation like, okay, you did the right thing. So I just felt very happy and like, I felt so alive. Like how rappers say, you know, when they on the stage and they performing or whatever, that's what I feel when I'm like in front of the camera or like interviewing people, mm -hmm. especially in that moment. Cause that was like my first red carpet, you yeah. know? So I felt good. I wanted to do it again and again and again. <laughs> Did you feel him being proud of you? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I want to ask that right. Because even before... Of course he's proud of you. Yeah, even before he passed, like, you know, we would have conversations and he was just like, I'm so proud, you know. And I really wanted to get him in there to work with me because he had kind of the same aura and personality as me. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it just never worked out that way. But, yeah, absolutely he was proud. Does it push you now in the moments that you don't want to do media anymore? Um, yeah, yes and no. Okay. Because he would tell me, like, you don't got to do nothing you don't want to do. Come on now. You know, so, Come like, on now. yes and no. Like, yes, I want to do this for my people that's not here, and I want to show them, you know, because they watching the ancestors with me. Like, oh, they yeah. here right now, you know. I believe in I that. Um, but just show them, like, this is what I'm doing. Like, mm -hmm. you can't be here to do it, so I'm about to go hard. I'm about to do this, do this for all of us, you yeah, know. Sure. So, yeah. But he wouldn't. He would tell me, don't. He'd be like, them. You know, so, yeah. I love him. I love sure. it. I love it. So, uh, you told us growing up, mm -hmm. you always had confidence. Yes. You always had um, moments that you were in basically the boss position. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. But you also told us that your whole life was kind of, because you broke down media so beautifully. I've never heard it that way. Okay. Um, so, but like... You are like I asked you. You always did. You always know what you wanted to do with your life, and you said yeah. And then I asked you because I thought we were transitioning into a, something, a new phase into your life. Yeah. But it was always it was in always the, here. It was all wow. Yeah. Um, did you feel like uh, what was? And of course, um, CEO Marie. Um, what's your Instagram? Let's get that out the way. Yeah. So um, you can follow me on Instagram at CEO Marie. I also have a YouTube channel, The CEO Life. Um, so, yeah, that's what it is. And you started off with a podcast with your friends. Yes. Entitled. The Boss Code. And from there, did you feel like you accomplished something? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. What was that? In 2018, people weren't doing podcasts. Like, people were doing podcasts, but not like it is now in yeah, 2023. Everybody has a podcast, yeah. darling. I'm you talking was about right. you famous right. people, yeah. regular people, everybody. Yeah. So I definitely feel like I was a pioneer yes. in that industry in this city. Mm-hmm. Um, so and I, you better not forget it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm very humble. There are there were some other podcasts before me, like DMST. I love oh, them. Shit. Shout out to them. Just the way that I gave you opportunity, they gave us opportunity. Mm. Uh, we collab. We tried to collaborate on a podcast through just events. Long story short, it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. But I was like, yo, like, let's just do the podcast at y'all studio together. Mm-hmm. And we did it. The vibe was amazing. And so, you know, all the homegirls left. I'm like, how much? How much to record here? Like, it's, it's, time, to get out, it's time to get off the dining room table. Come okay? on now. So, Get the you know, pleasantries out the way. Yeah, so we worked out something, and we started recording at their studio. Shout out to DJ Brainstorm. He was the engineer, so he would be there every, I think we recorded on, like, Thursdays or something. And so that's kind of how it started to grow, you yeah. know. Again, going back to me asking for the opportunity, humbling myself and being like, yo, like, what, how can we, what can we do? And paying the money, you know. To do it. You got to invest a little bit when you want to grow a little bit. And I was ready to get out the kitchen table. Mm. So, so, so how many so, episodes yeah. did y'all do before you was like, all right, we need to get to something. Like, I, um, I see it being something. Ah, maybe only like five. Ooh. Yeah. I'm so it started see. having a little motion in the ocean. Yeah. And it me. took us about 25 people. <laughs> and I'm talking about this podcast. I've had two others. Yeah. So I've been working at this a while. Like five, <laughs> because... Again, I was like one of the only female podcasts in the city. So there was this guy that was like trying to do a live podcast event. Mm-hmm. So he like reached out to me very early on. Like, hey, I want y'all to come on to the do. So that's how we met DMST. So once mm-hmm. I saw the opportunity, I'm like, oh, we need better sound. We need better look. Let's let's go over here. Do you, you feel know? like you walking in and y'all got to watch go on Instagram, TikTok to get the other stuff. Y'all, uh, <laughs> do you feel like... Um, Going into your friend's house with a mic mm-hmm. saying, let's do this tonight. Mm-hmm. Open that door for that one, for the DST, for, for you to see it mm-hmm. and say, I'm going to go. Like, let's say yeah. you, were, you didn't do those five episodes prior to that and you had that saying and you were, would you even be there? We wouldn't have had the opportunity because the wow. guy would have never reached out. Like, wow. if, if you don't start, wow. you're never going to get opportunities. Like, you have to start. You have to start. The person who don't care about being perfect, who don't care about what their background look like, and they start it, they're going to get more opportunities than you because you worried about perfect. You worried about, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you have to That's just the epitome of the King T Network. You have to start. I promise you. We, we started in my grandma's exactly. attic. Exactly. It was my grandma's attic on my phone. Exactly. I would never forget that. And you was in your house doing it too, wasn't you? Absolutely. Yeah. Two, a whole start. season. Now you're uh, in a whole studio. One of the biggest studios in Cleveland. Come on now. Wow. Come on now. But... It, what type of fearlessness does it take from you to actually make that happen? Because that's different to just say it and yeah. and actually do it when the like when it's actually an opportunity. Right. right. Well, I'll say this: I could have been more fearless, right? Because I brought my friends with me, mm. so they were my comfort, they were my support, and yeah, they would have supported me if I would have popped out by myself. But I needed them. I needed them to make, to make me feel comfortable to jump out the window. Why? You know? Because that's just how it is. When you're doing some, if you're about to go rob a bank and you're like, man, okay, let me just see if such and such would come with me. Like, mm-hmm. that would make me feel better. Like, I know you got my back type shit, mm-hmm. you know? And then also with, I'm, I'm thinking long term. 
five people promoting the podcast versus one is better. Five people paying for the studio is better than one person. So I'm also thinking in terms of business, like a group, a conglomerate may be more beneficial than just me by myself. Sometimes you need a team. Yeah. People always want to do something Not by sometimes. themselves. Not sometimes. You, you need, need a team. team. Exactly. If you want to be at big heights, though. Exactly. Like, you can do small shit by exactly. yourself. Exactly. But when you're talking about moving mountains. Exactly. You can't do that by yourself. It's not even designed that way. Exactly. Um, so you do go by yourself, though, for, for, for a little while. Yeah. Um, yeah. How was that experience? Um, I think I only did maybe four episodes. Right. So after about two and a half years, um, I think maybe people's lives changed, right? And that's something that is a challenge in media, right? We got We still got to look young. Person, yeah. We still got to, you know what I mean? So like people, the girls, you know, they had babies, they got relationships, jobs, mm, things changed. So after I, two and a half years, mm-hmm, yeah. I felt like um, it was a burden for them. Wow. Because it had always been my baby, have my passion. Yeah, we had conversations about it. You're such a communicator. Um, so, yeah, so I just was feeling like, damn, like, I think this is a, more of a burden for them than a passion. And I don't want to do that to my, these are my real friends. Like, these are my homegirls, like, for real. See, so, I'm trying to chase juicy shit. Did you tell them yet? No, I knew you told them. Tell who? No, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> if you wouldn't have said that, that would have been a moment. Oh, my gosh. She, she, it, was a, it wasn't a burden. She, you would have got that text. Well, they did say that, though. They're like, wow. we, they were still down, but, you know, people, your friends going to say that. But yeah. I know. But like, those are your real friends. Yeah, so it's like, I know that it's hard for you to get here at 7 o'clock on the weekdays and you've Touch got it. a newborn baby. Like, stuff like that. So I was just being considerate. So when I decided to do it by myself, you know, I told myself, I said, all right, it's just you. Mm-hmm. You don't got no excuses, nobody to blame if it don't go how it need to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was also me trying to figure out, am I done? Is this still my passion? Like, what... Is this what I, you know, what I want to do? And so doing it by myself, I kind of realized, eh, I think I've mastered this. Like you said, I was doing engineer. I was doing the media. I was doing the camera. I was doing everything. I'm just like, I want to go bigger. Challenge. I want to do more. I want to be challenged. And I just wasn't anymore. So. so have you always looked to challenge? Why have you always looked to challenge yourself? Um, because the gratification that you get at the end when you, when you beat the challenge, when you, you know, hit yeah. the next level up, like... Mm-hmm. You'd be like, yeah, I that, knew I could do it. So that's where that you stature know? came in from birth. You was out here challenging the doctor like, wait, I'm alive. <laughs> I'm alive. You want to know what's crazy? What? When my mom was pregnant, um, now mind you, my mom, she's from Colombia. She's an immigrant. Wow, wow. Been here, though. Did not know you that, know? though. So and you're so, part Colombian? Yeah, maybe. Got to hit the ancestry to really find out. But at the end of the day, my skin black. But um, so funny. I say all that to say, you know, she was poor. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't have the best doctors and all of the best care and stuff. Mm-hmm. The doctor told my mama, this child is going to be mentally retarded and no, not going to be able didn't. to walk by herself. That's what the doctor told my mom, right? My mom already had my sister, so she got one kid already. They're like, you want to move forward with the pregnancy? She's like, yeah. So then, you know, come time when I'm born, they still telling her that. Like, oh, no, no, no. She, she going to be, you know, mentally retarded. She's not going to be able to walk. She would be in foster care. She gave me up because from her perspective, like she a, she a young mother, you know what I'm saying? She like an STNA. She don't make a lot of money. She can't take care of this child that's going to have all of these disabilities. And I respect that, especially for parents who do keep the kids who have disabilities. It is a job. It is a true. You really have to have your heart in it. Yeah. Right. So 
I say all that to say, do I look retarded? Can I not walk? Come on now. So, um, it's God not good from day one. Like the, the odds was against me. Like the doctor telling my mama, I'm not going to be able to do nothing. Wow. And I did it, you know? So it's funny. My dad, he came to visit me at the foster house or whatever. And I, I don't think I was, I mean, maybe been like three months or something crawling fine, normal. He said, go get my, we need to get this baby back. We need to get my daughter back. That was like the one good thing he did for me in my life. And so mm-hmm. she got me, she got me out of foster oh, care and all of that stuff. And that's, that's a story a lot of people don't know. Wow. So like you said, from birth, when I came out, I was telling the world, I'm not gonna be nothing you said I was gonna be. I'm gonna be better than that. I'm gonna be more than that. So I guess maybe that's why I like to challenge myself. Did you always want to empower women? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because Since forever. Of that? No, not because of that, but just like I always hit your just lip, hit your lip. I always just been in this position where like my friends just like look up to me, you know? know. And like I had a best friend and we would do everything together, but she always looked to me like for the final decision. And I had to lead her the right way, right? Yeah. I had to lead my friends the right way. So I just always felt like I'm the one that's empowering people. Cause I always was empowered, you know? Okay. I always felt like I had enough of that to give mm-hmm. versus like being drained or like not, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I just always had enough to give, you know? So yeah. Uh, I'm, I don't know if these gonna like rub you the wrong way, but I wanna just say them because you beat them. Mm-hmm. Teenage mother, mm-hmm. um, kind of not in the, uh, still in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, uh, st- and I've had w- beautiful queens on here speak on this. Mm-hmm. Being, a, uh, being, w- did you ever believe you would be a statistic? And I can't say the word. Statistic. Come on now, statistic. <laughs> Can you spell that, it? The, the bullshit they try to put over Can your you life. Can you spell it? <laughs> um, S-T-A-T-I-T-I-C or something like I that. I teach gym. <laughs> Come so. on now. <laughs> I don't Come know. Come on now. I graduated. But, um, they still gave me the degree. I don't care if I do it or not. I, I, know I got the right. degree. Come on now. Get degrees, Come on now. Even though I was on the dean's list. You're not going to play. Me too, baby. Come on. Okay. Just, that don't mean just I like one semester it. though. But yeah. That don't matter. I was there. Come on. But, um, I got the letter. I always been a statistic. You know, my mom was an immigrant, so I'm yeah. a child of immigrant, first generation born here. Um, I didn't have a dad growing up, so wow. I'm like this, you know, girl without a dad. Um, that's another statistic, you know. My mom a single mom. That's another statistic. And then, boom, pregnant in high school, statistic. And this is right when, like, the teen mom mm-hmm. TV show was, like, real popular. Um, so, yeah, a statistic. I, I always had been that, but it never defined who I was. But when I got pregnant, I definitely felt... I don't know. I, it wasn't a happy time for me. It was a very traumatizing experience. Um, although I had a lot of support from my community, my school, my family, my mom, everybody supported me. I felt traumatized. Um, and that took years to like heal from. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't care about no statistic. Like, I'm going to be a millionaire. That's a statistic too, right? So like, Boom! you know, that's what I want to hear. So yeah, that that never that. phased me. That never phased me. And then I'm in, surrounded by people in my community that, that kind of had the same kind of things as me. So like, low key is normal for nobody to have a daddy. It's normal for you know your mom to be by herself working right. for three jobs. Like that shit was really normal, you know. So it didn't feel like a statistic or like we were you know living a bad life. We had a good fucking life. So you grew up in Cleveland, Maple Heights, Maple Heights, and you Cleveland. Yeah, it used to be a suburb. <laughs> 
of Cleveland. It's not now. Um, I would say it's just a. <laughs> I love how a, you say used a, to. It's just a burb now, but uh, it's the burb now. But yeah, that's where I grew up. Um, I moved there. My mom moved us there from like Buckeye um, when I was in third grade. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like where my life started. Wow, okay. Third grade. Yeah. My life started. Yeah. Got real fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, less yep, traumatic. Yep, yep, yep. Shout out to the people in my. True was good, my boy in Buckeye. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But I want to talk about support because you, you kind of mm-hmm. mentioned it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What what was it like for you and and what what did it mean to you? Um, like, where did it come from? Like, what was the support? Like, where was it? Because you didn't have a father. Like, right. where did the support come from? And then, like, how did that make you feel? Right. Um, so you mean like with the baby or you mean like no, in general? I'm talking about from the jump. And mm-hmm. then you can get to, because I, I feel like you are, when we were talking earlier, you said that it, w- it was like, it was a surprise, but you had a lot of support, so you were okay. Mm-hmm. So I felt like you already had support yeah. before that happened. Yeah. So when, where, mm-hmm. kind of why? Yeah, already had support, but like, you know, um, my child's father, like his mom, we were real close. His family was, we was like real close. So they were very supportive. So to have like both sides. Um, and then like teachers, like, you know, doing everything they can to help me get my college application done, help me get my financial aid done, stuff like that. I felt very supported in high school, right? Now I had my daughter when I was, it was October. We graduated in June. So for that short time, like I felt very supported in my mm. community, right? Um, But then when I went to college, um, I went to Kent State and they had this program for people like myself who had children, but they still wanted to go to college. Um, And so I was an adult student, according to the paper. So I had my own apartment and um, I had like a work study job. They like set you up with all of this stuff. So there was a lot of support for people with children at Kent State. So shout out to the Flashers. I know you didn't go there. My grandfather has been a professor at Kent State. Really? Since 1985. That's dope. That is so dope. <laughs> Literally was with him today. What do you teach? Uh, architecture and design. Oh, yeah. That's He's dope. Dope, 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 dope. He's about to get a whole nother award. Dope. It's, it's crazy. But So, yeah. So, like, in my community, in my bubble, I felt supported. But when I stepped out into the real world yeah. with this baby in this, you know, this town that's 45 minutes away from everybody that I love, I definitely felt very alone and very, like, unsupported. Mm. So, I had to find, I had to find resources. Like, I ain't no money. I, I got welfare check. I got food stamps. I did. I got every resource that the county was given. I went and I stood in those lines, humbled myself, was treated like shit, you know, yelled at, talked too crazy just because I'm, I need help, you know. But I, I went through all of that just so I can get what I needed from my kid, you know. So the support, it come a time where you got to support yourself. Like That's a boss too, though. Yeah, you got to That was a boss-ass you know, move, you standing in lines. Like, yeah, it was. Everybody ain't going to do that. Everybody ain't going to hum- humble themselves, especially mm-hmm. being from, oh, I get all the good grades. I get everything I, I want. I get, I, I, yeah. Now I'm in a welfare line. What? And it me- how did that mess with your mind? It didn't mess with my mind at all because it made me stronger. Like, this is what you got to do. Don't care about what these people say. Yeah. They, they probably want to buy some food stamps. Hmm. Come on. So, yeah, it made me stronger. It didn't make me feel less than. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, a lot of women do feel less than because those workers, those county people that's in those offices, they are so rude. They are so mean. They are so, you know, you might fill out the application wrong because this, you ain't never did this before. You know, they don't teach you this in school. Oh, my God, you got to start over. Go get back in line. Like shit like that. And it's like some people would it would break them. It would make them feel less than it would make them feel like 
I ain't gonna be able to do nothing. This all this this all I'm ever gonna be, you know. Yeah. I was I didn't I feel like that. To to not me. I was like, come on, give me the money, give me the money, give okay. me my check. Yes, I was. I feel like because it was a tool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you saw it as and not as a crutch. Or- yeah, because and that's. And some people do. Let's talk about it. Some people do use it as a crutch and scam and take it when they don't need it. Um, as soon as I was able to get off of it, I got off of it. I was happy. I was very happy and proud that I could walk away from all of the, all of that assistance, honestly. And when was that moment and what did that moment feel like to you? Because mm. that's a great moment. I'm trying to think. So I had studied abroad. I think once I came back. Yeah, once I came back from Italy, um, I didn't get that stuff anymore because I moved back to Cuyahoga County back to Cleveland and I just felt like you know I got a year of college left I'm working I don't need that shit like I need to work for you know what I mean and they do be real invasive they be all in your business you know they they want to know all of these things and it's just like you're not gonna have that control and that power over me no more I don't need you so you don't need to be in my business so I felt good I felt empowered yeah I love it um I just want to say again, I appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate your time. Yeah. Um, it's called Get It Off Your Chest. Um, I feel like you got a lot off your chest. But mm-hmm. you, um, like you said, and I think this is a, a trend in your life, you should keep going. Yes. You ask for what you want. Yes. And actually, people, oh my God. and I wasn't going to say it. Tell them. She told me no. Because I'm actually the only person to ever tell me no. I don't remember this conversation. Only person that ever, in her own studio. That's how I knew she was a boss. I was like, yes, ma'am. I was like, I can't even say nothing. It's your shit. Um, I don't remember that conversation. She is the only person to ever tell me no when it comes to doing it. Everybody else then finessed me, then said maybe later, then said yes, and I never heard back. But she was... Like, she, she, she appreciated me enough to just tell me, not right now. And it may not have been nothing about me. It may not. It, it wasn't. It wasn't nothing it about you. We wasn't as big as we No. It was, you want to know something? Kidding. When you met me uh-huh. and when we were working together, that whole I was situation? the most depressed yeah, I, in my life. That was the most depressing time because, you know, shortly after I lost my cousin, yeah. who I loved so much, you know, and that shit just it really rocked my world. Like I was so lost and just hurt and heartbroken. So like, you know, me saying no, it's like, I know I'm not gonna show up as myself. Mm-hmm. I don't have nothing to give to you, nothing to give to your brand, to your listeners. So why would I be selfish for the moment and come and sit and talk to you when I, it's not purposeful? It's weird, but that's when I knew you actually cared about me though. Yeah. Cause you, cause you, Thank you. Cause you said no and like handed me a key to your place. It was like, okay, so, all right, I'm gonna just keep working till she believes. Do your thing, 21. <laughs> do your thing. <laughs> yeah, um, no. So and thank I, I thank you for having me though, cause you could have been like, oh, I'll let you know, I'm mm-hmm. busy. You could have had like your ego could have been like, hmm, oh, now she wanna come on my show. Yeah, cause I'm getting. You know, cause, cause I reached out to him. Be- I reached out to him. He didn't come back. He didn't circle back. He said, okay, I'm gonna give her space. Spin the block. He spin the block, I but do. in a in a subtle subtle humble way. I'd just be like, hey. Because somehow I see your ass everywhere. I'd just be like, hey. <laughs> I see your ass everywhere. Am I doing any better yet? Everywhere. I swear. I swear I'd be doing that. He'd be everywhere now. But yeah, I was like, yo, like, I want to come on the show. I'm ready. So yeah. I think this was, I think this was when timing yes. meets yes. opportunity. Yes. And I, I, I'm so grateful for that because not, not your opportunity. This is my opportunity because I wanted to show that I was like, I, I, 
I've been telling everybody, like anybody who's ever supported me, I said, the, I can tell you thank you all day, mm -hmm. but the best way for me to tell you thank you is to do what I said I was about to do. Exactly. So exactly. That that was. I mean, I was texting people at like eight o'clock this morning about this one. Yeah, you did. You sent me a confirmation too. Yes. He's very professional, guys. I try, I try, I'm trying. We're trying to take that yeah, next level. And, I love it. And I, I thank you. But it's called Get It Off Your Chest. Mm -hmm. um, until we see you again, mm -hmm. uh, whatever you need to tell the people is your time. Before I do that, I wanted to say I am pro I'm very proud of you. Thank you. And, you know, I'm retired out of the podcasting world. I still will be behind the scenes, but... It's in good hands. You know, I really feel like you really are about to take it over for sure. You're going to be the biggest podcast out of Cleveland. Cool. And Marie saying that. Cool. And, I, and I really mean that, you know. So, One of yeah. the, the godmothers of this <laughs> shit. Like, for real. Yeah, from the, I'm still From young. the camera to the mic to, the, to everything. You're going to be Come one on. of the biggest, for Thank sure. Because your work ethic, man, you work. Now, you ain't got no kids and no wife, so Facts. you I got do one, that. I ain't gonna lie. I got one waiting on me right now. But you work. One. You work so hard. So I love that. So get it off my chest. Um, I'm a person that say what I mean and mean what I say all the time. So I don't ever really be harboring stuff that I want to say. I be saying it. So um, this is hard for me to kind of think about what I want to get off my chest. Hmm. I don't know, man. I would just say, like, Love the people that's that's around, that's here, because in the moment they could be gone. Like I lost the two people I really love the most, the two guys I really love the most. You know, Michael, Juwan, they're not here no more. And so I just wish that I would have loved them a little more. I wish I would have hugged them a, lo a little longer, called them one last time. You know, so that sits with me sometimes. Just thinking like, damn, I should have just called again. So for me. This is me getting it off my chest. I'm going to forgive myself for not calling, for not hugging longer, for not reaching out, checking up. And this is a reminder to you to do that. If it's somebody that you really love that you ain't talked to in a while, send them a text. You know, send them a DM if you, you know, however you can reach them. Like, reach out, let them know you love them so they can tell you that they love you back. Because it's going to be a day when they, they not going to be able to say that to you no more. So that's, that's what I want to get off. We done almost cried like five times here, <laughs> but this has been the King Teeth Network, and um, we out. The